0: But wait, it
1: gets worse.
0: It is estimated that there are over 3 million shipwrecks worldwide. Less than 1% of these wrecks have actually been explored. But wait, it gets worse. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Mara. And I'm Charlie.
1: Each week we'll bring you a chilling tale and a real life encounter, and it's up to you to determine which
0: is which. And this week, we have a little special guest with us. Do you want to talk about who, who's here today? Do you want to introduce yourself?
1: I <laughs> <laughs> So, Charlie, my daughter, is going to be joining us for at least the first half of this week's episode. Yeah,
0: it's going to get a little crazier after that. Yeah, she's, maybe not safe for children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're excited that she's here with us today. And we're going to tell you... Um, actually, oh, our stories this week are about being on a boat. Yes. (laughs) But before we get into that, um, we covered spring break stories last week. I covered a real story about Mark Kilroy. I got my information from therichest.com, an article called 10 terrifying real life spring break horror stories. And also an article in Rolling Stone magazine called the believers cult murders in Mexico. Um, I just wanted to touch briefly on the fact that there was more information. There was more of a resolution regarding um, the cult leaders themselves. However, I purposely did not go into those details because the story was about mark and the other victims not about cults and cult leaders yeah in general. and you don't want
1: to give the leaders like any more attention than they already have because they don't deserve it right exactly so um that story was really sad and upsetting and i didn't like it one bit um so thank you for that you're welcome i know
0: you were very upset about the turtle
1: <laughs> i was so upset about the turtle what happened to the turtle there was a dead turtle i <gasps> on, one you <laughs> want a dead turtle. Oh, no, an actual turtle.
0: On the live one.
1: <laughs> uh, my story last week was obviously the fake one. I got it from Reddit No Sleep. I know you're shocked. Um, it was called I Still Can't Explain What Happened in Brazil, and it was by user Evelyn Bertrand.
0: Evelyn?
1: Yeah. My
0: friend.
1: Not your friend, a different Evelyn. <laughs> uh, so this week we're doing boat stories. And
0: should I go first? I think you should. All right. Here we go. I can't see my screen. This Charlie, if you have questions or comments, just...
1: You can blur them out. for it, okay? Okay. All right. So our story takes place in the 1940s. The actual year varies from source to source. Um, some said 1947, some said 1948. You can't really verify which one's correct. Okay. Uh, a Dutch vessel called the SS Aurang Medan, I think I'm saying that right, was passing through the Strait of Malacca when something mysterious occurred to the ship. What exactly happened still remains unclear to this day. So, nearby ships reported hearing a distress call over the radio, and I quote, All officers, including Captain, dead, lying in the chart room and on bridge, probably whole crew dead, it stated.
0: That's, that's a voice, or that's like a...
1: I, so right after that, there's a bunch, there's like a bunch of inintel- unintelligible Morse code right after that. So I feel like it's a telegraph. Okay. Uh, the radio operator then said his final words, I die. Ugh.
0: Dude, that's, it gives me chills.
1: Right. Imagine like being on the receiving end of that call.
0: No. Uh,
1: the first ship to respond to the SOS call was an American ship called the Silver Star. The urgency of the call caused them to quickly change their course in an attempt to aid the disabled ship. When they found the SS Aurang Medan, they attempted to call out to the Dutch crew, but no reply came. So they just like pulled up to this ghost ship and it's just floating there. Right, Noise. hello. Hello. Yeah. When they boarded the vessel, they quickly realized that the radio operator had been telling the truth. The entire crew was get- dead. Uh, the rescuers report that the bodies had, and I quote, "teeth bared, with their upturned faces to the sun, staring as if they were in fear."
0: Okay, these, so it's not like they've been stabbed or something. Like there are just... no visible wounds on any of these people. They're just dead,
1: okay. and they all look terrified. They mm-hmm. probably died of fear. Died of fear, you think? Maybe. Even the ship's dog was dead. Mm. And it looked to be mid-crowl. The captain of the ship was laying dead on the bridge and a few of his officers were scattered around him with the same horrified expressions on their faces. The communication officer was was also found with his fingers still reaching out to touch the telegraph. So
0: not only did they like pass away like they literally froze
1: yeah in whatever like position. dropped dead of what Charlie like Charlie said on fear maybe
0: right but like his finger was still like out
1: stretch. Yeah. yeah and they had he had sent that call for help like hours ago. They finally just got to the ship and he was still in that position like typing out the telegraph.
0: And but your arm would never stay in that unless it's well he's probably like slumped over the Oh okay you yeah. know what I mean. I'm thinking like um Halloween town when she, um, what's her name? Agatha, is that the name? Yeah, the she's grandma? Like, yeah, she's just like, you know, in the theater thing, and then he comes out and he freezes her, and she's like, whoa. Uh, no, and <laughs> so like sad. with her hand up in the air? No, <laughs> no. no,
1: he's like slumped over a desk. I think. <laughs> All right, got it. Uh, so it gets weirder. There was absolutely no evidence of foul play on the ship, and there was no damage to the ship itself. Allegedly, shortly after the ship was boarded, a fire broke out below deck, forcing the would-be rescuers back onto their own ship. Interesting. They evacuated just in time, because just after they stepped off of the SS Arang Madan, it exploded and sank quickly. What? Without a trace. Witnesses claim that the explosion was so strong that it lifted the ship straight out of the water before sinking. Can no be- sh- Oh, if you can believe it, the story gets even weirder. What? Not possible. There's actually no mention of the SS Houring Medan's registration in the Lloyd's shipping registers. There also hasn't been any official recording of the strange incident even being discovered at all. Like there's no official record of it being found afterwards. So what constitutes an official record, though? Uh, Probably the same place wherever it gets registered. I don't know. I'm not a shit person, Mm -hmm. but... Uh, Like I mentioned earlier, the precise date of when this happened is hard to figure out because newspaper reports offer different versions of the story over a period of time, and each one of them adds their own little, Mm -hmm. like, detail.
0: Yeah, I feel... that It is hard when you look up articles and... That don't align exactly, and you're like, eh,
1: yeah, like hmm. right?
0: what do I believe here?
1: Believer uh, believers of the tales claim, but wow, I can't talk. Believers of the tale claim that the ship's registry was never found because the ship was actually registered in Sumatra. The boat's name translates to "man from Madan," and Madan is a Sumatran island. Hmm. A German researcher named Professor Theodor Searsdorfer found the story fascinating and had been studying it for more than 50 years. He ended up finding a publication from 1953 and it's called, bear with me, Das Totenschiefen der Sudsee. Love it. (laughs) Which translates to the death ship in the South Sea. The book seems to prove that the ship was actually real, real, sorry. And, uh, that its bizarre demise actually did occur. It also explains a possible reason as to why the Orang Madan exploded and then sank to the bottom of the sea. Um, The death ship in the South Sea claims that potassium cyanide and nitroglycerin were stored in the ship's hold. So that would explain why it accidentally exploded, because if there's like rough seas banging that stuff around. Yeah. it also could explain why there's not a ton of information about the ship in general.
0: Well, was it illegal or something?
1: Well, it's right after World War II. Mm. So things were obviously, like, super tense. and right.
0: trans- they weren't trying to tell everybody that they were transporting yeah.
1: things. transporting shit like... Oops, sorry. Transporting materials like that would, like, probably spark some concern. Right. Um, Yeah, so... It could be that the details of the ship aren't able to be found because somebody wanted it that way. Right. You know? So, that explains why the ship exploded. hmm But also, the entire crew is dead.
0: Right. And, like, what are the odds that before... It exploded it,
1: right then.
0: Right. Exactly. And before it explodes and would have killed all those people, that they happened to all die on their own anyway. Already, yeah. Weird.
1: So there's a couple of possibilities. Like I said, most of the bodies didn't have any injuries on them Mm -hmm. at all. Um, a lot of people believe that dangerous gases had accidentally been released, which would have been like another controversial cargo to be carrying, especially right after a war. Right. Um, I also read somewhere that the nitroglycerin, what did I say it was? The nitroglycerin and the potassium cyanide mixed with the seawater would have created a gas that they could have been inhaling that whole time.
0: Well, there's a lot of salt. Yeah. So if that's a reactant.
1: Yeah. Um, Other people believe that there's a paranormal explanation. Some people think ghost
0: pirates. Yeah. See, all I could think of just with the fact that they're like frozen is it's, what Medusa or something that has like the snakes? Yeah, that you look her in the eye. So the
1: other that. thing was like a terrifying sea creature that scared them to death. That's what I think, right? A- Charlie said the flying Dutchman, yeah. <laughs> and then the other one is a UFO landing being a possibility.
0: I think they died of fear, though.
1: You think they died of fear? But what were they scared of?
0: It might be like a sea monster, or like you know, that um, like dinosaur that's a sea.
1: Loch Ness like Monster. Like the Loch Ness Monster? Yeah. Maybe. Ultimately, we'll never really know what happened to the crew or the ship as it's laying at the bottom of the Indian Ocean.
0: And so has the shipwreck itself been found?
1: Um, I don't know about that. I think no. I don't think uh-huh. anyone's explored it. But like our fact said earlier, right. only 1% has ever been explored.
0: So, right. I mean, and even Titanic, like was found like fifty years yeah, after. Yeah, it took a sank. second to find yeah. it. Yeah. It's insane. I think
1: I don't know what I think. I think it had something to do with like the gases and maybe them just being like paranoid. Other people thought that they had like drank
0: themselves to death. What? See, I don't know. I like I'm no. I'm behind Charlie on this one. You I, think it was a sea monster?
1: Yeah.
0: I think I don't know if it's a sea monster or like a ghost pirates. That I mean that ghost pirates. <laughs> Davy r- Jones sounds ridiculous, but at the same time, like I can vibe with it. Like I get it. I don't know. I what did you say? Water a bear. A water bear. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that their faces were like looking a certain way. Yeah, and that the dog was dead. Yeah, even the dog. And was it's dead. not like on... You know, the ship deck, you're going to be exposed to a bunch of gases. You're outside. It's one thing if you're, like, under, like, in, you know, in the ship. That's true. And I feel like like, if it was gases, they all would have been exposed at a different time. They wouldn't have all dropped dead. Right, exactly. It wouldn't be exactly, you know, everybody dying in the same way, the same time. Like. Yeah. I Um, don't know. Do we know if, like, they actually inspected, like. The people they, they couldn't could. because
1: the ship exploded like didn't like a body autopsy or something to yeah, see if like they couldn't the f- before it exploded though. no okay. they, they it had it just exploded. found them and then they were like trying to like um figure out how they were going to tow the boat back and they noticed smoke coming from underneath like below deck and so they all got off the boat and as soon as they all got off the boat it exploded so they didn't have time to check but the bodies how, how would it explode exactly after i know that's them? what we're saying oh. It's a mystery. We don't know. Do you have any more? That's all I got for you on this one.
0: Uh (laughs) We do a new one each week. You can come back. Yeah, you can come back and (laughs) hear a different one, okay? Uh Wow, that was a great story. It actually reminds me of, like, another story that I had heard about, like, a lighthouse. Maybe M covered that or someone covered that, I feel like. M covered this. Oh yeah okay well I have there's definitely one that I'm like thinking of that has to do with a lighthouse and a ship I don't remember exactly well
1: well when you think of that you just let us know okay okay? yeah we'll do that all right Charlie it's been fun but we got to get rid of you
0: unfortunately sorry (laughs)
1: Shannon's story is too scary for you
0: can you tell me when to come back
1: yes we'll tell you when to come back okay okay Okay, love you. Bye. Sa- say goodbye to your fans. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've gotten rid of the child. Shannon, tell me guys. your tell me your <laughs> fucked up story. All right, here it goes.
0: I'm. What the fuck? Hello. Hello. <laughs> I, I think it was the cat. Okay. I'm trapped on a cruise ship that won't allow its passengers to disembark or die oh, it's the Hotel California up in here. I remember the pure ecstasy I felt the moment I opened the envelope and discovered that I had won an all-expenses-paid cruise.
1: Stop right there. Yep. No. <laughs> I know. Absolutely not. Know. If you got that in the mail, you'd be like, <laughs> guess what? And I'd be like, what? And you'd be like, someone's trying to scam me, or yeah. this guy's trying to kill me. We
0: wouldn't be like, oh, a great cruise that I, I never actually signed up want for. It. Yeah, exactly. No. I had never won anything in my life, so I was overjoyed to win something so incredible. At the time, I didn't even think about the fact that I didn't remember entering a competitions. Bullshit. Absolutely not. I had been extremely depressed lately, and this was the perfect pick-me-up. The big day arrived, and I stood on the quay and gazing at the gigantic cruise ship and was in awe of its beauty. It had a weird name called- Oh, fuck, I'm gonna fuck this up. <laughs> Mm. Sharon?
1: (laughs) What do you mean? How are you gonna fuck up Sharon? I don't know if that's what it is.
0: Is it Charon? Sharon. Sharon. Okay. Not Sharon like 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 a mid-main... Sharon. Not Sharon like... Like a white lady. Yeah. But like C-H... Like like Sharon and
1: Karen. Okay. No, I think it's Sharon.
0: I don't know. I don't either. Anyway which seemed familiar, but I couldn't place where I knew it from. I made my way to the gangway and handed over my ticket to the crew member standing watch. He didn't even gaze at it before waving me to climb on board. I was pretty much on cloud nine when I finally took my first steps on the boat. I was standing there with the biggest smile on my face when a guy came running up to me and screamed, What's up? (laughs) Right in my face. I started to laugh as I hadn't heard anyone say that phrase in almost 20 years. (gasps) Okay. I just realized why that name sounds familiar. Correct. But did you figure out how to say it? No. Okay. The laughter died in my throat as I gazed into his face. He had an unhinged manic look that made me take a few steps back until I bumped into the railing. His eyes were completely bloodshot and I couldn't see any trace of white in his eyeballs.
1: This is the same was that guy? Yep.
0: Cool. He once again screamed, What's up? before rushing off. Okay. I stood there shaken for a few minutes as I didn't know what to do. I was roused from my thoughts when the ship horn blared and we started moving. I gazed around in confusion as no one else had climbed aboard since I had embarked.
1: Uh, that's a red flag?
0: Yeah. I decided to just find my cabin and put away my luggage so that I could do some exploring. I started to get easy as as I made my way to the cabin and I didn't see anyone else. I was relieved when I found it and immediately unloaded my luggage and changed into something more comfortable. I checked myself in the mirror and grimaced as I saw a few gray hairs were starting to show. (laughs) I opened the door to my cabin and walked outside with the plan to find the nearest bar. I could hear voices in the distance and began making my way toward them. I was turning a corner when I saw the same guy from earlier standing on top of the railway. He must have heard me because he turned and locked eyes with me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He half-heartedly said, was a," before jumping overboard.
1: <gasps> what?
0: I rushed forward. and. Okay, left- wait, 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 wait. wait.
1: <laughs> what the fuck, A. And B, I only just realized that she went on this cruise by her damn self.
0: They, yeah, we don't know who this person is, but, Uh, yeah, correct. They were very depressed, and this was the perfect pick-them-up. 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 Um, absolutely not would
1: I ever go on a cruise by myself. I'm like... Fuck no. You'd have to really convince me to go on a cruise in
0: the first place, because they sketch me out. I just hear horror stories all the time. But to
1: go by yourself?
0: Yeah, I, well, I definitely wouldn't do that. Though they do have those, like, singles cruises. Yeah, if you're the, asking to die. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I would agree with that. I have been on a cruise. It was in Greece, so that was pretty great. It was not, like, top-tier quality, though. So the cruise ship itself wasn't as good as, like, most cruises. Yeah. I'd probably go on a cruise. But you're I right, I would, I would not do it by myself. I would definitely have a group of friends with me. I would have to have, like, more
1: than one other person with
0: me. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Okay, sorry. I rushed forward and looked over the railing, but couldn't see his body. I saw a few sharks circling behind the ship and knew they had probably killed him. Jesus Christ. My legs felt like lead as I gazed behind the ship. The sharks were following us as if they were waiting for more food. I decided the best course of action was to find a crew member and explain to them what had happened. The voices I had heard from earlier were growing louder, and I finally discovered the source... Wow. The (laughs) source which appeared to be a ballroom. I pushed open the doors and moved inside. The room instantly went quiet and dozens of eyes were now locked on me. Um. I felt a shiver go down my spine as I looked around at everyone. They all had the same manic look on their faces and their clothes were all mixed and matched from different time periods. What the fuck? The conversations once again started as my novelty quickly ended. I tried to talk to people, but they would just shush me and then continue talking. I was about to give up hope when an old woman waved me over. She was using a knife to clean dirt from between her nails. What the fuck? And reminded me of my great aunt Gladys. Her face was covered in wrinkles, and she looked like she had been beautiful a long time ago. She gave me a warm smile and ushered me to sit down. She asked me how long I'd been on board and grimaced when I said I had arrived today. I laughed when she said that she'd been on board since 1945. The serious look on her face made me stop laughing. She reached over and squeezed my hand and told me, there is no escaping this ship. I was sitting there in shock at what she'd said when she grabbed my hand and used the knife to slice off two of my fingers.
1: (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> what? Okay, so up until this point, I was like, "The story isn't that bad. I don't know why we kicked
0: Charlie out. No, it's good. Never mind. Yeah. Oh my God. I began screaming in agony while she picked up the fingers and threw them in her mouth. Oh. She opened her mouth after a minute and I saw my fingers were gone. I'm going to throw it, Shannon. <laughs> she started to stand up and I jumped away. Everyone else in the room was watching us now, and I could see that some of their gazes were fixated on my blood-soaked hand.
1: Is anybody else missing
0: fingers? They were licking their lips, and some began to stand up.
1: I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> I would be if I were this person. That's Oh damn my true. god. I ran toward the door that I had entered and rushed out before slamming it behind me. I placed all my weight against it as someone from inside was trying to get out. They gave up after a few moments, but I didn't move in case it was just a ploy to get me to move. When I was sure that it was safe, I began to make my way back to my cabin. I saw two children running toward me, and I screamed when I finally got a good look at their faces. It looked like someone had peeled the skin off piece by piece, and you could now see parts of their skull poking through. Oh, my God. They rushed me. Oh, no, I'm sorry. (laughs) They rushed me. They rushed by me while giggling and didn't give me a second glance. I began to run and rushed inside my cabin and locked the door behind me. My room had been trashed while I was away and a lot of my clothes were missing. I grabbed a shirt and ripped it around my bleeding fingers in the hopes of stemming the flow of blood. I forgot that they're just actively bleeding right now. Mm -hmm. I must have passed out because the next thing I remember is waking up on the cabin floor.
1: This is the only time in the past, like, three weeks where someone has, like, passed out or fallen asleep, and, like, rightfully so. Right.
0: I was, I was
1: pretty scared for my life,
0: but I was sleepy. I oh, yeah. uh, looked down at my hand and was relieved to see the bleeding had stopped. I peered out the door and saw a fire axe down the hallway. I grabbed the axe as it might protect me from the other passengers. I started searching the ship but couldn't find any crew members. I ducked into cover any time I heard any passengers coming. I was about to give up searching when I heard a familiar voice ahead of me. I tiptoed forward and spotted the woman who had eaten my fingers. What a weird phrase. I hate this. She was bent over something while talking to a man who was standing beside her. She stood up suddenly and I quickly moved back around the corner before they could spot me. Their voices began to move away, and I waited until I could no longer hear them before moving once again. I walked over to see what the woman had been doing. I almost vomited as I uncovered the macabre scene. The two children from yesterday lay face down on the floor with their skulls crushed in, and a large chunk of their brain was now missing.
1: Oh my god. Wait, so how long were those kids on the boat? Who knows? Okay.
0: I fell to the ground when they jumped up and looked down at me before running off. The children. One more time? The children jumped up and ran off? I fell to the ground when they jumped up and looked down at me before running off.
1: Homie was missing part of its brain, right? Uh Uh-huh. I started
0: hyperventilating as I couldn't comprehend what I had just witnessed. I spent the next few days going over every inch of the ship that I could safely explore. I ran into a few other passengers throughout this time and had to flee from them as they hungrily advanced on me. I had to use an axe to crush in one of their skulls, and yet somehow he walked away with the axe still embedded in his skull.
1: Oh my god.
0: I made one sickening discovery during this time, which gives me chills even to remember. I had been searching some of the nearby cabins that were close to my own. I walked into one of them to find a skeleton lying on the bed. All of the skin and muscles had already rotted away. I grabbed a nearby blanket to cover the body when the skeleton turned its head and begged me to kill it. I ran out of the cabin so fast that I probably set a new land speed record. (laughs) Yesterday, we pulled into a port and I grabbed my stuff with the intentions of disembarking. I reached the gangway and regarded it as my salvation. The quay looked deserted and there seemed to be only the one crew member standing at the bottom. I placed my foot on the gangway and began to move forward. Good luck, buddy. I immediately became disoriented and felt something latch onto my leg. I froze in terror as I looked down at an endless black abyss filled with thousands of rotting corpses.
1: Oh, my God, Shannon.
0: Many of them were somehow making their way toward me. One of them had a grip on my ankle and was pulling me down toward. Oh, I'm sorry. And was pulling me down to join the others. I lashed out with my other leg and kicked them repeatedly until they let go. I fell backwards onto the deck of my ship with a rotting hand still attached to my leg. Oh. I quickly wrenched it free and lobbed it overboard. I stood up and stared at the gangway as it looked completely normal once again. A family of four walked onto the (gasps) gangway and the parents were giving me concerned looks as as they moved past me.
1: I'd be like, hey, yo, don't get on the ship.
0: Right? One of the children kept glancing back at me as they moved away. I wish that I had warned them not to come on board, but it's too late now. I don't know how they did not warn that family not to get on board. I know. How would you not say something? Something. Anything. Anything. The next day, I was making my way along in hopes of finding something to eat. I stopped dead in my tracks as I spotted the decapitated head of the child from yesterday. Her body was nowhere to be seen, and there were bloody stains on the floor, which makes me think someone had dragged it away. She suddenly opened her eyes and asked me to help her find her mommy and daddy. This is awful and I hate it. I picked up her head and told her I would help her as best I could.
1: What the fuck? They're getting like too comfortable on this ship already. <laughs> so I picked this
0: kid's head up and off we went. Like what? Well, I dropped her over the railing in oh. hope that this will release her from the ship. All
1: of her or just her head?
0: Just the head. Doesn't know where the body is. The sharks instantly devoured her and I felt a tear running down my cheek. Oh. I now stand beside the railing looking back at the sharks and wondering if the what's up guy had made the right choice. I think he might have. I am beginning to wonder if I will be brave enough to make the same choice as him to escape this cruise from hell. Um... That was icky. I told you it wasn't going to be a great story for Charlie to hear.
1: Yeah, I'm glad she didn't. Um, (laughs) That was creepy, but in like, I think it was one of my favorites that you might have
0: done. You think so? Yeah. It was very unexpected. I didn't like it, but I liked it, you know? Yeah, I got it. It was interesting. I've said that word a lot today. It was. I have too. Kind of. Mind bending. There we go. Mind it's bending. A different word than interesting. I guess so. Hi guys, I'm back.
1: <laughs> we will be back with back next week to tell you which story was real life encounter and which one was fiction. We will also include the credits to this week's story in the show notes for next week.
0: Good job. And what are next, we doing next week? Yeah, next week we are going to tell you about haunted hotels. So, <gasps> even like kind of a little bit on the theme. That is kind of fun. I'm excited. Too, okay, I do want to be there next
1: week. You want to be here next week? Uh-huh. Okay. We'll have you back next week. I guess you're a good co host.
0: <laughs>
1: you can submit your own personal stories to But Wait It Gets Worse at gmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram at But Wait It Gets Worse. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.